0: we (laughs) recording wait is this thing on seriously You're listening to Let's Get Into It, a podcast designed to help you in your life and in your business. My name is Brie Marie, and I'm your host. You might have stumbled upon my blog, livingbreely.com, or taken one of my online courses, or maybe you're just learning about my work for the first time. As a business strategist, course creator, and a seasoned blogger, I've had the opportunity to sit down with number one best selling authors world-class experts, coaches, healers, and other online entrepreneurs who are super excited to share with you their stories, learning lessons they've had along the way, and how they continue to strive on making an impact in our world. Each week, I want to bring you two episodes full of tangible and actionable steps to inspire you to have an impactful, sustainable, and purpose-driven life and business. So let's get into it. guys. (laughs) That's the most annoying intro. Hey guys. Hello everyone. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. So today's episode is actually, I'm really excited about it. It's something different that I've literally never done before. And I've seen other podcast creators do this and I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. But they've always done it at, like, the end of the year, like, a recap of, like, their favorite podcast from the year. And I realized I never did that for for last year um, because I didn't have a collection, if you want to call it that, of content to go with. So I obviously have that now. I mean, we're, like, quickly approaching 100 episodes. I think what this is, like, we're episode 66. So, yeah, it's so crazy how quickly time goes, like it kind of trips me out on a regular basis. Like I said, this is kind of a new thing that I've never done before. And what it is, is it's basically I'm calling it a mashup. So it's like different interviews that all kind of revolve around the same subject. So they're from people that I've interviewed in the past and in putting together some of the highlights from that episode. So naturally, what I gravitated towards was putting together an episode about quitting your nine to five, utilizing the law of attraction in business money mindset and getting back to basis. And I've kind of collected some of my favorite Um, I mean, I've loved every single guest. They've all been so rewarding in their own individual ways And I hope that I can highlight every episode everyone in one of these mashup episodes Um, but yeah, these are kind of just like my favorite highlights from them and they're only I think maybe five to seven minutes long And I know for some people like sitting down and listening to a one hour two hour podcast is crazy like I one, I'm not in the car for that long. I think some people might have like, you know, those longer commutes and that totally makes sense. But also like what if the content is boring or like you just can't get into it. And so I think it's kind of unique to have different perspectives and hearing different voices and different conversations within a episode. So that's what this episode is. And I want to continue to do more mashups. So if this is something that you guys like please send me an email. You can send it to info at You can find me on Instagram. That's the best way to contact me is through the DMs and tell me that you liked the mashup episode. Tell me which person you or lesson that you gathered the most information from, or you found super inspiring because honestly, you guys are what make this Podcast possible and like it brings bring a little bit. I can't even talk. It brings me so much joy and like when I hear that feedback of like I really enjoyed this episode or like I really loved this guest or this topic. Like it makes me want to create even more of that type of content for you guys. So honestly, like don't be shy. <laughs> send me an email or find me on Instagram at livingbreely. All of that will be in the show notes. And I'm also going to link each episode. So that way, if you guys hear someone, if you hear someone within the mashup and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to listen to this entire interview. I'm going to include those in the show notes. So you guys can just swipe up or slide over depending on what platform you're listening on. And yeah, I'm not going to talk anymore. The first person that I'm going to share with you guys is number episode number 9 with Allie Daniels. So, okay, my experience with Allie has been always been amazing. I actually found her, I believe on Instagram and started messaging her and we just kind of became really like connected and messaging and stuff and then when I started the podcast I was like, "Do you want to be on it?" And she was so kind. Okay, I didn't even know what I was doing and she was just so patient and this episode is really, it's really good because it talks about both of our experiences in corporate America and how they were similar, how they were different. And also kind of gives you the push to really, <laughs> warning, quit your 9 to 5. In this clip from the podcast with Ali, we talk about how pretty much anyone can do, can do it. Like anyone can, it's not entrepreneurship is not this esoteric type of thing anymore. Literally anyone can be an entrepreneur. But the difference is not everyone can be a successful entrepreneur. But you can be successful pretty much doing anything and you'll find out the example that I used and Ali's thoughts on it. So let's jump into that clip.
1: I realized too, you know, I looked around at the people that were making six figures, seven figures through, you know, an online business, like this sourdough woman you're talking about, like, and I was like, there is literally no difference between me and them. Like if this chick can do it, I can, I definitely can do it. Like, I know I'm a smart person. I know like I I work hard. So there's, there's no secret pill that they've swallowed that has gotten them there, except for the simple fact that they started something and then they just didn't give up. Like they just kept going. And yeah, she's probably been doing it for like three years. It was like, you
0: know, so do it for more than a year and (laughs) I promise you're going to see results. Yeah. I think her, her story was like, I think her husband, I mean, don't, this could be totally wrong, but like something happened where she was like finally single and like on her own. And the daughter came over one day when she was making bread and started recording her making these bread things. And she put it into a course, and she she started, like, marketing it and selling it, and she makes, like, a whole other thing. And even if it's not, like, you want to, you know, have this be your full-time career, like, you can still make a, a substantial amount of, like, side income. Like, maybe you're putting that yeah. money away to, like, pay off your student loans or buy a house yeah. or, like. Or
1: just not rely on one single income stream. Right. I think that's so important these days, too. Yeah, to have multiple streams of income because you don't know when something's gonna you know when the market's gonna crack or the jobs are gonna fall you don't know when that's gonna happen so creating that sustainability for yourself is is huge yeah and even
0: if like you do that like let's say this bread making lady sourdough lady (laughs) she sourdough lady that's (laughs) her new name um does this for five years and she's like you know what on this side I've also mastered making brownies and so now she's gonna start another business with just brownies and and she already knows how to do it it's like always (laughs) yeah there's always I think like a lesson to this and it's just like it's so amazing and it just like makes me so happy to see other women like doing the things that they really love to do and not sitting in a cubicle farm for nine hours. Um, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to sit in a windowless break, break room, <laughs> and like eat your lunch. Like yeah, that's not yeah. living, you know, it's just surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's, you know,
1: like there's obviously so much need for employees and working those big companies and there's nothing wrong with like having that nine to five lifestyle if that's something that really drives you you know but if you're the type of person like you and I and you don't fit into that corporate structure and you feel like you're trying to like jam your square peg into a round hole don't you there are other options you know there's so many other options like you can go sell sourdough bread or teach people it's the internet is all about being able to teach people if you literally have something that you're excited about and you know how to do that other people you know maybe ask
0: you about you, you can go teach yeah, that to exactly. people online. yeah I think that point pointing that out to like two things I think yeah of course I never want to come off as like in putting people down who work nine to five jobs because I worked with like yeah. very women who seriously thrived in that environment like they were like oh totally awkward. me too
1: and that's why I was like what's
0: wrong with me why aren't I thriving I thought something
1: was wrong with me but no it's just a totally yeah. different. like yeah, they persona. they love
0: it like they thrive off of that that is their mm-hmm. jam they love that and yeah no like not for me good for her kind of situation um yeah. and then the second thing yeah. is teaching people I think that that's like such a huge like a key thing Yeah.
1: Teaching and guiding. Yeah. Those are my two, like if you can teach someone something or if you can guide them through something, I mean, you've got, you've got a business. (laughs) You just have to, you just have to really refine your, your system and your process and how you actually like get those results. But yeah, I mean, that is simply put like you are fixing someone's problem. And when you can fix someone's problem, that's a business. I absolutely agree. I think that that
0: is teaching someone and guiding someone. I love that. All right, so Allie is amazing. You can check out the full episode if you go into the show notes or the episode notes just by swiping up and you can listen to the entire episode and also find all of Ali's links and where you can find her on the internet including her website and Instagram she does a lot of really cool things with her Instagram stories so this next clip is with my Australian friend Jenna black and I reached out to Jenna on Instagram because she seemed really cool and yeah, she just had like a ton of really amazing things to say about the law of attraction and money mindset. And we had a really, really good conversation listening back to this entire episode um, and just trying to it was really difficult to find a clip because everything that she said was so impactful. And in this episode, we really get into fear and how fear can hold us back and what it looks like and what she helps her clients do to overcome their fears. And then we talk about faith versus fear and what is stronger and how to really turn it around and get unstuck from fear, essentially. So this episode was episode number 11. I totally enjoyed interviewing Jenna. She's really easy to talk to and I continue to watch her Instagram stories. So definitely go and check out that episode if you want to listen to the full thing. And then you can also find Jenna on Instagram and all of the other places on the internet so let's get into this little clip here
2: The purpose, right? And we just need to quiet that fear voice and and understand what it's trying to tell us, and then really discredit our own fear and call ourselves out on it, and and release it and let go and rewrite the story. Um, but ultimately, it comes back to that action, doesn't it? Because we you know we're always going to stay stuck in that cycle if we're just not taking the action to move forward.
0: Yeah, and th- that's a funny thing too about fear. And I learned this when I was going to therapy for my anxiety was like, we always perceive fear as like actual reality, because it feels so real to us. So it's like fear is like this actually, like it's actually happening. Like we perceive it in our brain as like, oh my gosh, this is really here. This is happening. But it's not. So our brain kind of like tricks us (laughs) into thinking that it is real. And then you start to have all the like physiological um, symptoms. Symptoms Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not real. So you really have to like switch your perspective away from being in fear and like moving into faith and like the faith in yourself and like really believing in self adequacy, I think.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I think you just have to give yourself permission as well that, you know, you're worthy of going to that next level. You're worthy to take that step. Um, and like you did with reaching out to those people that have larger audiences or that you don't know for the podcast, like that can be really scary, but mm-hmm. it's about saying, well, no, I'm Brie, I'm a badass and I'm going to do this, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't like say, I didn't say I'm a badass, I'm going to do it. I was like, oh, like I did it. Like the thing is, is like, I will drag my feet and I will be like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is mm-hmm. scary but I always end up doing it anyway. And it's like, this might like sound a little sociopathic. <laughs> um, but like, for me, like, I always think I went like, um, cliff jumping when I was in visa, And I remember like, the longer that I waited at the edge of the cliff, the more scared that I got. So it was yeah. like, I finally got to the point where I was like, I would just get up there and jump because I was like, I know that the longer that I just stand yeah. at the edge and look down and like, Think of all of the possibilities and all of the things that could go wrong, the worst that the fear would get, and I would like be up there longer, just like being like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna step on a sea urchin or something!" Like totally (laughs) irrational. Um, Yeah. So it kind of goes back to that, like feel feel the fear and do it anyway kind of thing. For
2: sure. But that's such a good analogy, actually, because it's like I think that when you hesitate on something that you really want to do, it's like we all know what that next step would be to maybe get more visible in our business or do something like you did in reaching out to people for interviews. We all know what that is, but the more that we hesitate on it, I think that fear does get stronger because we're giving it power So actually it's such a good analogy, like the cliff jumping. It's just like, (laughs) just do it like in the moment. And so when I work with my clients, I'm always like, what are you hesitating on? And how can you just do it now? Like just make the decision. I really believe that like quick decision making is so key as well for for up-leveling. Um, because we all know we just need to ch- tune in, continue to trust our intuition and and put it into action straight away. Cause I know that I used to hold off on doing stuff for so long, you know, it was like, oh, I know I need to do that, but I'm going to put it at the bottom of my to-do list every single day yeah. <laughs> and just like distract myself with all the other stuff. That's not really growing my business. And so I had to really get real with myself and say, well, What are the things that I know are going to grow my business and prioritize those and do them first thing. I always do the scary thing first thing in the morning. (laughs) So I'm not like delaying it.
0: All right. After listening to that episode, who is ready to wake up tomorrow morning and do the scary thing first? Um, Jenna's amazing again. Her episode was episode number 11. I'm going to link it down below. You can click on it to find more information about Jenna and where to find her on the big wide internet. But I love that conversation about fear and knowing what we need to do, but then what's holding us back is usually fear. Now... I want to jump in to the wonderful Shannon Garrison, who is a money mindset strategist. Shannon has amazing energy. Like, I loved keeping up with her in this episode. She had a ton of interesting things to say. She, like I said tons of energy and she has a really interesting story of how she left corporate america and started her doing her own business she's also a mom which i think makes her super relatable and like she's definitely super mom like i don't have kids but i'm like i couldn't imagine trying to like feed another human being <laughs> other than myself like I mean let's be real I would do it if I had to but she, she's just amazing and she shares so many good insights in this episode and we talk about making sacrifices in your business where your money is going and how to really track it and how to manifest more of it and she just has a ton of knowledge. That's also her background where she came from in the corporate America world was also in finance. And so I think it was only natural for her to make this progression into (laughs) into her actual business of helping, you know, women make more money and really be seen. And yeah, this is one of my favorite interviews. Like I said, I've had a unique experience with all of them with every single interview but I think the ones that have the person that I'm interviewing have a ton of energy and just so much knowledge and makes it so much easier for me to like ask the right questions and really be present so I love doing this interview with Shannon and I think you guys will love it too
3: like listen if you're starting a business too and you're also being very conscious about what you're spending like, you have to look at your whole picture right like you have to figure out where can i not spend money cuz maybe i need to spend 30 bucks on my lead pages this month or maybe i need to pay for a website hosting like if you just sit down and track all of your expenses for a month and then figure out where everything's going you're going to be able to figure out where you can save where you can move stuff around and all that so i always like people to go through and figure out where their money is going before they do anything else because i think it's very eye opening too it's also a matter it's also a matter of making that making money the priority right if you're paying attention to where it's going that's also giving it a signal that you appreciate it and that you're not just going to spend it willy-nilly that's yeah
0: it. Abso- no, absolutely <laughs> no i agree with that because and for me like when i first started my business it was like, I had to choose, like, do I want to get my eyebrows done and spend $25 to get those done? Or could that be like a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad? Like you you really start to like, think about like, okay, I have to choose these things. Like, am I going to go spend $60 on foundation or am I good with like the, you know, CVS 599 foundation for a minute And again, like, like the way that I would think about it is like, this is just temporary. Like I'm only for so long going to have like make these types of decisions until I can afford to do these again. But right for right now, like, I don't think you can start a business and not make sacrifices unless you're like already a millionaire and you have like investors like again, but like for 99.9% of us you're going to have
3: to starting somewhere, especially on when you go into entrepreneurship and you're, even if you're starting a business, that's like a network marketing business. You are still starting from scratch, right? You Mm -hmm. still have to go out there and get your clients at the same as any other person that's starting any kind of service based business. You're still starting from scratch, right? And you're still going to end up having expenses. You're going to have, you know, who knows? Maybe it's gas expenses to go to an event, like whatever it is, you just have to figure out where do you spend your money? And listen, I think that's a big part of your mindset as well. When you start actually paying attention to and being mindful of how you spend your money, right? And where it's going and and making priorities versus for your business versus maybe more fun and cutting some of those things out. But I think that's also a huge signal to the universe and money that, hey, I'm really serious about this. I want to make money and I want to, my vision is X, Y, and Z. And that also helps in the process. It also helps you be open to receiving more money. Isn't,
0: Shannon, wonderful. I loved that interview. Again, that was episode number 37. So you can find that link in the episode description. And then you can also find in the epi- in that particular episode, you'll be able to find, um, or all the episodes actually always have in the show notes where to find the person I interviewed in and on the internet. Shannon's amazing. That is such a, like, high-energy... Interview, like sometimes I even go back and listen to it when I just like need to like boost my own energy. And I just love hearing how passionate she is about that. So, transitioning to our last little clip, we're going to take it back to episode number 22 with Linda Clay. Linda Clay is amazing. I mean, I say that about all my guests, but she's truly amazing. She has an amazing story, an amazing work ethic, an amazing business. And she's been really branching out this year and i feel so proud of her for 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 doing that i think she's really creating a voice for herself in the online space and i'm so proud of her and in this episode we talk about bringing your business back to the basics and as you guys know i'm not a mom i'm not married so I got to shout it out to my stay-at-home moms, to the housewives. Uh, Is that even, like, an acceptable term? Stay-at-home wives? Women who I don't know what to say. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm doubling down on the respect because even just, like, running my own household, like with myself, gets overwhelming. I'm like, I can't imagine it if I was like booking doctor's appointments and like doing the oil change and like doing all of the things if I had a husband and I had kids. Like it's a lot of work. I do not doubt that for a second. And in this episode, Linda and I talk about how those skills of Being a stay at home mom are actually transferable to your own business. And we talk about how to stop being so busy, as Marie Forleo puts it, working in your business that you don't have time to work on your business. And part of that is, as Marie Forleo also says, simplify to amplify. I'm obsessed with Marie Forleo. Like, she's my dream guest. If I ever get her on the podcast, I will die. Not literally, but like, my heart might like palpitate a little bit faster. But Linda and I really get into it in this clip. And I think there is a ton of value to be heard in just the entire episode of really utilizing what you already know and building on top of that. And I think that Linda has a true gift of being able to observe other women's gifts and how to help them actually curate that into a business Linda's absolutely amazing again this is episode number 37 I'll include the link below and then you can listen to the full episode and get the full picture but this is just one of my favorite clips of many within this episode so I hope you guys enjoy it
4: Right. And you can, that's what, that's, you can take your skills that you have, you can take your skills as a housewife and make them into a business. Because a housewife has to have organization. She has to be able to manage her time. She has to be able to be as productive as possible within a short amount of time, especially if she has kids. Right. So taking those things, those are skills. Absolutely. So you could bring those two, you know, being somebody's personal assistant and control their life the way you've been controlling your own.
0: Right. I've never been a housewife, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I I think that they have really tough jobs because that's like a twenty four seven job. Oh yeah. To yeah. To um, totally. So hats off to stay at home moms and housewives. It's not an antiquated work or even husbands, you know, it's 2018. Right. <laughs> like anyone can do anything they want. Um, but no, I think that's true. I think that actually having that that ability to structure time mm-hmm. and have really strong time management skills is super valuable, especially in your first couple years of business.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I see that as one area that even a lot of new businesses struggle with is that they they think they have no time. And so it's like, you actually do. Let's look at what you're doing with your time. Do a time journal, track your time, see where it's going. Then we can go back through. Yeah.
0: For me, the most, I think, important switch, and my dad actually kind of helped me in this area, was looking at activities that are actually generating income. Right. Um, Because for me, like, I, I could sit on Canva all day and create pins and like graphics. Like I love that. Like that's my favorite part, mm-hmm. but is that going to make me money? <laughs> I mean, in some aspects it will, but like my energy's best focused, like, right. Like in actually growing the business. And Absolutely. I know we talked a little bit about Marie Forleo and she has that quote of like, don't bu- be bus- so busy working in your business that you don't have time right. to work.
4: On your business, right? Yep, you should be working on your business. It's like I'll take people through once they do the time journal. Then we talk about, you know, everybody will say, "Well, I have a hundred ideas and I don't know how to do them." Okay, let's put them in a in an idea journal, and then I want you to take your idea journal and break them down into short, medium, and long range goals, because some ideas you know are going to take you several years to get to, but some are just real short, and then within those range. You know, short, medium, and long-range goals, then you prioritize. And how do you prioritize them? You prioritize them on which one is going to bring you return on your investment first. Right, an ROI. Sure. Right, yep. So if you're you know, creating a freebie and it's only going to be a one-page PDF, but it's going to get people to sign up for your email list, that's something that I would say should be number one. Because that email list is, your, is a way to gain clients. Right. You know? Yeah,
0: and I don't think like people think, like I know for me, like I always make projects seem longer and mm-hmm. bigger in my head than when I actually do them.
4: Right. Like right. I'm
0: always like, oh, I have to do all of these things today and it's going to take me, you know, an hour to do it. And it's like if I would have actually spent the time doing the thing that I was thinking about doing, mm-hmm. it would have already been done.
4: Right. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> Those little time suckers that um, take our time or our conversation in our head that pulls us away from what we should be doing.
0: One more thing. If you loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.